0: This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Res TV. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com/slash runjumpstomp. Episode 153 of Switchcraft is brought to you by the NES Archive. Join me on my journey through all of the North American releases on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Head on over to YouTube.com/slash runjumpstomp and we'll play these games together switchcraft is recorded three times a week live on tuesdays and thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday whatever time i can get to it make sure you tune in live at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp and we're going to be greeting you these people uh braved, uh, Vaxer is here, Awate86, Aerslia, Electrical Skateboard, Frank the Tank, Joel Mead, Kimbellina. TF Wagner, and the Doomraiser here for the first time, uh, thank you guys for joining me while I do the show live, there's lots of ways that you can get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me through email, um, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, you can also call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUNJUMP, that's 260-786-5867. Um, in addition to that, you can also get a hold of me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp, and you can join the Discord by heading on over to RunJumpStomp.com slash Discord. I forgot what I was talking about there for a minute. That's why I got the pause, which I'll probably edit out, so this sentence doesn't make any sense to some of you. Anyway, um, thank you guys for hanging out with me while I talk about Nintendo before we start the show though I want to talk about the website just for a second I have updated the website and if you go to runjumpstomp.com and you get like a site not found or something like that uh, that's because your DNS server has not flipped over to the new Uh, site and if that happens and you want to force it to go to the new site you just go to www.runjumpstomp.com and that should force it to happen and I don't know what kind of voodoo it is that makes that happen but it seems to work so there you go. Um, I don't have any feedback to talk about today but I do want to talk about the fact that this is the one year anniversary of the uh, Switch. The Switch came out on March 3rd, 2017, and we are now back on March 3rd again. And, you know, I was hoping that Nintendo was going to drop something big. I mean, it's only one twenty-two p.m. right now, so it's perfectly reasonable that they haven't yet, and maybe they will later today, and they'll probably wait until I finish recording and then drop something. But personally i feel like chances are if they were going to drop uh like a new nintendo direct or something like that they probably would have already uh they did drop this one um piece of information um over at nintendo.com it says it's time to celebrate the one year anniversary of the Switch. And then they talked about what is it that came out during this last year. And they talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, So in March, we had Legend of Zelda alongside with the Nintendo Switch and a few other um, launch games. Not a lot of launch games. The Nintendo Switch launched with... Uh, Very few games, but that's, I think, because a lot of people did not want to compete with Zelda. Uh, Then in April, we got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. In June, we got ARMS. Nintendo gave us Splatoon 2 in July. Then in August, we had Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, but although that's not actually a Nintendo game. Um, then in October, we had Super Mario Odyssey, and then in December, we had Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I think in November, we had Fire Emblem Warriors, so that that's a pretty big year for one developer to put out all those games, and I, I, I think that it's pretty fantastic. Nintendo had a great first year, um, the second year so far seems to be pretty... What's the word I'm looking for? It, it seems like, a, like they've gone into silent mode or quiet mode. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are worried about that. But if you look at the rest of the gaming industry, there's usually not a lot of things that happen in the first part of the year. And I don't think it's bad that Nintendo hasn't brought out anything big uh, in January and February. Um, we've got plenty of third-party support for the Nintendo Switch, and on on, on top of that, there's so many games that came out last year. I, I can't imagine that people have finished all of them. I know that I haven't. I know that I still have many moons to find in Super Mario Odyssey, um... I need to start Fire Emblem Warriors over again because too much time has passed since I played and I just can't really quite remember how to play. I never finished Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, I've been playing a little bit of that this morning. And I'm sure that there's a lot of other people out there who have a Switch who are in the same boat that I am. They've got a bunch of games that they still have to finish and it feels like Nintendo's finally giving us time to finish those games uh last year was like giant game after giant game after giant game and then even between those massive games we had really really great third-party indie titles filling those gaps and basically taking away all of our money and time Uh, so I, for one, am glad that we have this little bit of a reprieve. Um, I I, I do wish that Nintendo had done a Direct today just to give us some more information about what's going on this year, but I understand why they didn't. Um, I think if they would have, then, you know, we would have quite a bit to talk about. But with E3, I say right around the corner, it's still a couple months away. With E3 around the corner... Nintendo, I think, is going to be playing their their cards either close to their chest or they're going to start releasing information, my guess, is very, very soon. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> that, either way, it, it, it's really tough to make predictions about Nintendo because they're unpredictable. They always do really weird things. We think they're going to do one thing and then they come out with uh, a piano built out of cardboard. So... This is a company that is very, very good at secrecy, and um, I'm really looking forward to Nintendo Switch's second year. All right, let's talk about what what we do know. Well, I thought I was going to start talking about new information, but I almost forgot. um, There's a YouTube video. Uh, I used to do a podcast called Run, Jump, Stomp with a buddy of mine, Zapdseed, Seed, and we would talk about gaming stuff in general not specifically Nintendo but of course Nintendo stuff from time to time and we had a we recorded an episode on March 8th uh 2017 uh it was our first episode after the switch had come out and i had almost a week having played that game and i believe it was episode 68 of the old podcast but I exported it to YouTube uh, so you guys could check it out. And there's a link in the show notes so you can see that basically the way that the episode went was Zap did not have a switch. So he was asking me a bunch of questions about it. And you'll you'll get my initial impressions of the switch from last year. So make sure that you click on the link in the show notes and uh, you can find out what I thought after having only had the switch for one week enough nostalgia let's talk about something new and that something new is your play activity on your Nintendo Switch now if you don't know uh in the top left corner of your Nintendo Switch screen is your profile and if you tap on that profile it will show you what games you have been playing and for how long that you've been playing them which is really cool well uh, apparently there's a glitch and they are only displaying the information so what they use to display how much time you've spent playing the game it looks at when did you start playing the game uh and it looks like the month and the day now a lot of people had noticed that it wasn't showing like it would say like played zelda for uh you know, a couple days ago or something like this, uh, or uh, had had only just started playing Zelda for a few minutes or something like that. And people were uh, very, very confused. Well, Nintendo of America has uh, posted a tweet, and they said, some Nintendo Switch owners play activity information is displaying incorrectly. We are aware of the issue, and we spe- expect to have more information to share in the near future. Now, I don't think that the information about how long you've played your game is gone. I think it's just not showing it to us, if that makes any sense. And the reason why I think that is because I believe that Nintendo is collecting a lot more information than they are actually surfacing to the customer. And the thing that makes me think that, is if I use my Parental Controls app and take a look at my son's information, it tells me a lot more detailed information about how much time he has spent playing this and how much time he has spent playing that. And because of that, if I grab his Switch and look, it doesn't show me as much information. So we already know that Nintendo is collecting more information than they are showing us, I think that there just seems to be some kind of either uh, unintentional, unintentionally they've uh, hidden this information because they didn't realize that March was going to happen again. Now, this is definitely a facepalm moment. I mean, <laughs> this is one of those things where if, if I were the coder, the person who did this, I would be so embarrassed that I forgot about the year when it came to the date uh, it's just an oversight that seems to have happened, and I'm sure that Nintendo will get it fixed, but uh, just I know that there's some people who are really upset about that. Uh, just know that Nintendo has responded, and they are going to fill us in with more information as soon as they can. This leads me to uh, something that I definitely want to talk about, though, and that's the 3DS. And they have this tracking on the 3DS as well, that talks or that shows you way more information uh shows you exactly how long you've played the game and what days you played it on and it's fantastic it's a really great feature and they already have an excellent version of this feature and i you know i've talked about it before but i don't understand why nintendo didn't just copy what they had on the 3ds because what they had on the 3ds was really great i mean it's better than everything else it's better than what they have on sony playstation i haven't played the xbox so i guess i don't know about that um it's better than what i have on my nintendo switch and all nintendo had to do was copy themselves that's it and they didn't do that and i don't understand why they had a great system all built in and it was was really fun to look at that information because like it had bar graphs and stuff you could look and see man I really stopped playing anything in these dates what was going on and I don't know why they didn't copy that I think they should have TF Wagner says even what they had on the Wii U would have been better and that's true they had a very good system on the Wii U they had a great system on the 3DS I don't know why they didn't just bring one of those over to the Switch because for the Switch it's basically in like increments of five hours or something i if if i um turn it on and look it'll be like played for a little while i would prefer if it said played for four hours and 23 minutes it's not like that's not information that they have because they have it you know that they do so like four days ago at 10 p.m blizzard tweeted out this uh really cool Diablo nightlight and it was uh, like a little video and somebody would reach over and flip a switch on the bottom of the Diablo nightlight and then it would uh, turn the lights off and then they'd flip it back on and turn the lights on and Of course everybody looking at that assumed oh my gosh, we're gonna get Diablo on the switch. It's literally a Diablo on a switch this has to be what they're talking about, but I guess it isn't, which is really too bad. Uh, so if you want to see what it looks like, click the link in the show notes so that you can check it out. Uh, but it basically just says sweet dreams and it shows the, the, the nightlight. It's really cool looking nightlight too. Now, the thing about this, the, uh, I can't understand how Blizzard wouldn't think, oh, people are going to think that this is a Nintendo Switch thing. It, it's, it's really unfortunate the name that Nintendo chose because now like people are just, you know, Di- um, not Diablo, Blizzard is just trying to make a meme. They're trying to make something funny. They're trying to be a joke and <laughs> everybody immediately thinks, oh my gosh, it's going to be on the Switch. That's awesome. So um, uh, Polygon contacted Blizzard and they responded with, we can assure you we are not that clever. It was meant to be fun community engagement piece. We have nothing to announce now. That doesn't mean that Diablo three won't ever come to the Switch. I mean, it's already on PlayStation four. It might be on Xbox three sixty. I can't remember, uh, but it's it's uh, it's already on consoles, and it's oh gosh, how is it a five year old game? Six years maybe. I think I think it came out six years ago, and. It's a six-year-old game. It would probably run really well on the Switch. And I think that it is definitely a game that would work really well, even if you don't have an internet connection. Actually, when I look at all of Blizzard's um, properties, I think that the one that would work best on the Switch, a console that doesn't always have an internet connection, would be Diablo 3. Hearthstone... You have to have an internet connection so you can play against other people. Uh, World of Warcraft is not a console game. It's only on PC and Mac. And then you look at a game like Heroes of the Storm. That's also only on PC. This is a very mouse-driven game. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and then Starcraft is a real-time simulator. Simulator? Real-time strategy game. That's probably not going to going to ever come to any console, although there, there was a StarCraft 64 on the Nintendo 64, so who knows? You, you, you can never predict what, what Blizzard's going to do. But I really think that this is a, a game that that a lot of people would buy because it really would fit well on the Switch. You don't have to go online unless you're playing with another person. You can play by yourself. And I don't know if that would introduce more cheating. Um, because I know that you do have to connect online on the PC version. But I think that's just to keep like things fair. I don't think it's because there's things happening in the background that the game has to figure out. I'm sorry, that like servers have to figure out. But then again, I don't know much about Diablo. I played a bunch of it. I've probably thrown at least 100 hours into Diablo 3 when it came out six years ago. Uh, Really great game, and it would do really well on the Switch. And it's unfortunate that Blizzard has said that they're not working on that. And it's also unfortunate that Blizzard just didn't have the foresight like nobody in the room said wait a second are people going to think that this is for the switch and then everyone would have been like oh yeah let's scrap that idea uh or at least say you know show the the thing and say we have nothing to announce at the same time i don't know it seems like a lot of people got excited over nothing because somebody at blizzard was careless have you finished Xenoblade Chronicles 2? I have not. I've not finished that game yet. I need to play more of it. It's awesome. I, before I talk about the story here, I just want to talk a little bit about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the combat system. The way that they teach you the combat system, I f- you know, I think I've probably criticized it before, and I don't think that, that was justified because I haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in probably probably a month I was busy with other stuff I haven't had any time to play and usually if I had played a JRPG and or, or most games really and taking it taken a month away from that game I would pick up the controller and be completely bewildered as to how the game plays anymore and I would have to start over like that's what's go- going to have to happen with Fire Emblem Warriors for me I haven't played it recently and I need to get back to it but part of me says I don't know how to play it right anymore because it's been too long since I played so I better start over well on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 I was playing it this morning and I figured out how to play like right away it got me right back into it and and the combat while really, really complicated, at the same time is also really approachable and easy to relearn. So if you've taken a step away from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but you want to pick it up again, I would actually suggest you don't restart. Like usually I would say I just start over and relearn the game the the right way. Um, But because of the way that the combat is, I just feel like I, I learned it enough and, and I also think it might be or might have something to do with the fact that the combat is slower. Um, you know, you, you 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 have to make sure that you time things correctly. And your character is swinging their sword. And you want to make sure that you hit the buttons at the right time. And it's, it's because you're waiting for those moments to hit that button. It gives you time to... Uh, st- take a step back from the combat and think about what is it that I need to do next oh that's right um, I need to make sure that I hit this when he jabs his sword forward and then um, I want to make sure that I get that right combo and then the plus button will you know I had to look up how to start a uh, a combo with the plus button again because I couldn't remember um, but you know i'm having fun getting back to xenoblade chronicles 2 and you know maybe i'll beat it this time probably not it's a great game but it just it just i i tend to get distracted by the 300 other things that i have going on right now um all right that that little psa aside if it is a psa i'm not sure let's talk about uh, what has come out? Well, one point three point zero software update for Xenoblade Chronicles Two is out. Uh, this adds the new game plus mode. So, if you did finish the game, then you can actually start the game again, and uh, you you keep all of your blades and stuff like that that you had when you finished the game. And you can play through the game again uh, and adjust your level as needed. um, And then pump your XP points, like you can level yourself down and then use those XP points uh, to pump them into something. I can't remember what it was. Um, But if you want the full details, just head on over to... Or just go into the show notes and click the link. It'll take you to a tweet. And in that tweet, there is... Uh, the patch notes, which will give you the full update on 1.3.0. But I know that there's a lot of people who are really excited for this update because it adds a lot of things that you can do if you've already finished the game. Now, if you haven't finished the game, then you already have enough to do. So who cares? It doesn't matter. You've got plenty to do. I I know that there's an easier difficulty level. I feel like the game's not too hard. But then again, I'm only on Chapter 3. Um... Although there was this one point where I was completely stuck and I had to, like, unblock a dam. And I couldn't figure out how to get there. Uh, And I ended up having to to look it up online. But that's not because there was a difficulty with the game. That's just because I'm dumb and couldn't figure something out. All right. So... Kirby Star Allies is... There's a demo out on the eShop, although it's apparently only on the European eShop, and it's very easy to make a European eShop account. Like, I have uh, my regular account, and then I have a Japanese account, and I have a European account, so that I can get things from the other eShops if I want to, um, because the Switch is region-free, which was the first for a Nintendo console. Um, the, The game... I, down- I downloaded it, uh, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, I can't remember, um, and I played through the whole demo, and I have to say, I was hoping, I was really hoping that this would sell it to me, because I'm, I've never been somebody who's been a big fan of the Kirby games, they've never really grabbed my attention, and I was hoping that this demo would convince me otherwise, but it did not, I was very bored. Um... I was very, very bored. It was really easy, and I know that sometimes we don't play a game for uh, a challenge. Sometimes we play it just for fun, but it wasn't very fun either, and my I, I, I know that the Kirby games, are they have a tendency to be aimed at kids, but I wanted to try it out to find out if it's any good. So um, I was playing through it and it's got some neat features like you can throw like a heart, a friendship heart or something and it will, you throw it at an enemy and then they will become your friend and you can have up to three friends that follow you as you go through. And this is so that they don't have to balance it for multiplayer um, because this is just like if you are playing with three other friends, like real people who are sitting beside you on the couch. And, um, you know, you've got these these AI-controlled characters following you. And Kirby has some abilities that can make their weapons better. So uh, there's like a guy with a boomerang. And what you can do is you can hold up on the joystick. And Kirby will, um, like, set the boomerang that that other guy has on fire. So when he throws it, it does extra damage. You know, that kind of thing. And it's got some... It, I want to say this. It looks... Really, really good. It looks really nice. The animations are fantastic. uh, Plays really well, but overall, I just found it to be boring. Um, Very little challenge. In fact, I even have seen a video on YouTube where somebody beat both bosses in the game without touching the controller. So they would get to the boss fight by playing and they would set the controller down and Kirby would just sit there and all of the the um, the little AI controlled guys would beat up the boss for them. And that's just not compelling to me. So I'm glad that Nintendo put out a demo because I I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to pass on this and if they hadn't, I may have been able to convince myself to pick it up mostly because of the show, uh, but I'm glad that I didn't because it's it's not fun. Uh, I know that there's a lot of other people who are fans of Kirby who think it's great, and that's fine. We can disagree. That's okay. But for me, I thought it was thumbs down. Okie dokie! So I've got three quick stories that I want to talk about. First off, um, well, actually, two of them are YouTube videos. Uh, the first is uh, uh, my preview or my first look at a game for the Nintendo Switch called Grid Mania. Uh, it's a puzzle game where you move these little. Uh, spheres around and you know if you like puzzle games then you'll probably enjoy grid mania it's definitely a game that I, I feel like could challenge me in the future so um, you know you can take it I don't know that I'm going to do a full review on the game I feel like I got everything out of it that I wanted to it's not that it's a bad game but it's just not the kind of game that I usually play but if you are into puzzle games I think that you will really like grid mania so make sure that you check it out uh, check out the video so you can make your decision the second game uh, that I have a preview for, it's the first 10 minutes, uh, is this game called Membrane. I was, the the I think it's Jess from Perfect Hat Games sent me a copy of the game for me to try out, and it, I really like the art style of the game, and this is, of course, not a review because I've only played uh, probably about an hour of it so far, um, Uh, I really like the art style. It almost feels like it belongs on 1990s MTV, Uh, the art style. I remember those cartoons from back then on MTV. And I won't say much about it. If if, uh, it's a platformer in which you build the platforms by shooting them out and you have a limited amount of platform that you can build uh, and you have to interact with the environment as well. And it's really interesting. I, I definitely suggest that you check out that first 10 minutes. I would say that from the screenshots, it does not look like a game that I would ever be interested in. Uh, I felt like it was... It doesn't sell itself well unless you actually see it being played. I feel like seeing it being played sells it. But what, looking at a screenshot does not. Uh, and then finally... Uh, one last story is we've got a new Splatfest. It's the chicken or the egg, which came first. That's the new Splatfest. It it starts on which day? Let me click on the link. Uh, starts on March 10th, and that is for North America and Europe. Uh, so make sure that you get your uh, get your uh, your ink ready so that you can shoot dudes in uh, in Splatoon 2. Uh, but chicken or the egg uh clearly the correct answer is egg the egg came before the chicken and uh if you disagree then you're wrong and that's okay you can be wrong if you want to well that's it for today's episode if there is something that you want me to talk about or something that i missed please let me know at one of the ways that i mentioned at the beginning of the show if you're looking for ways to support the uh the show uh we've got a new URL for that um when I switched hosts for my website, <laughs> uh, I used to use runjumpstomp.com support. Uh, and that's what I was going to use on my new site. But apparently that URL, the slash support, is reserved by my host. So I had to change that. So now it's runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, so that's just me saying thank you for your support. So if you are looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And once you're there, you will find links to all of the ways that you can support the show. Um, Things like, I'm clicking on it right now. Things like my Amazon affiliate link. Uh, You can join our Audible uh, program where you get a free book. Uh, There's Twitch Prime there, you can buy a t-shirt, you can buy a chair there. My wife uh, has an Etsy shop where she makes Nintendo Switch dock socks and zippered pouches and pillowcases and all kinds of other stuff with geeky fabric, so make sure that you check that out as well. Um, Thank you guys for all the support that I've gotten from you already. You guys are amazing, and if you don't have money to support the show and you're looking for a way to help out, just share it with a friend. That's an awesome way to do it but the best way is just keep listening i really appreciate it i'm out of here thank you to tom winter and note block for their music which you heard on today's episode have a good one and i will see you guys on tuesday bye bye